Good morning, first thing Friday so time for fix. Fix slash insider, Friday June 1.0. New TV. One of the big stories this week has been the rising stock price for Roku as speculation that Netflix could acquire them built. This is of course a long-standing fix forecast. There are a lot of people taking both sides of the arguments and whilst the logic isn't really in question, some wonder whether Netflix have an appetite for the OS wars the Roku hardware business is facing. To me that's very solvable, as Netflix could sell the hardware business and focus on the huge advertising revenues and the in-house expertise. I am speaking this week on Web3 at an event for sports rights holders and it's fascinating to see the impact of digital on sports and vice versa. Another Netflix story is that they want to get into sports and seem to have arrived at Formula One as a first target. Given their huge success with the drive to survive content around Formula One, it does make sense for them to carry the races too. And as all sports are designed around advertising opportunities, it's an easy win for Netflix as they embrace ads. On that same topic Amazon have revealed how they're going to handle Thursday night football on Prime Video. Again, lots of great advertising opportunities that complements the programming. Good thinking around the opportunity for Netflix continues to emerge. Fix friend Dave Morgan of Simul Media shared some interesting thoughts on how they can win with both advertisers and viewers. Trade Desk look at how brands are already using CTV as a direct response channel and there are moves around measurements with Group and publishing a roadmap for measurement companies. This requires research firms incorporate feedback from the buy side and the Association of National Advertisers as well as getting universal acceptance from media partners and at least start the Media Rating Council audit process. This makes sense and has garnered a lot of support from some big TV spenders but it does require a lot of some startups that are not lavishly funded. The long-running debate about where the cinema will bounce back from its pandemic continues. Tom Cruise has provided more evidence for the positive view with great box office for the new Top Gun. Social. An FT investigation has surfaced some problems at TikTok in London. It seems a little of the 996 culture that's personifies Chinese internet businesses, that's working from 9am to 9pm six days a week, has taken hold. And an exec said that, as a capitalist, he doesn't believe in maternity leave and there are stories of contracts being terminated. The issues are around the TikTok shop project which is clearly having problems. As a source of revenue, TikTok shop appears to lack traction in the UK, operating at a loss, while many live streams generate zero sales. Employees complained they were set unrealistic targets of up to £400,000 a month in total sales from live streams, when a successful stream from an average seller might generate less than £5,000. TikTok takes a 5% commission, which is often waived to entice new brands onto the platform. In our dealings we haven't seen any of this stress and the news that the exec behind the maternity controversy is taking time off, stupidity leave? Suggests management have got this under control. A new breakdown of TikTok for athletes, and brands, is a useful read. This week good TikTok creative looked at DTC brand selling socks, gain the edge. TikTok influence continue to be noticed in new areas. US restaurants now see it as a primary channel. Some good insight in this interview with Melissa Yang, TikTok's head of ecosystem partnerships, speaking at Ad Exchanger's programmatic I.O. Ad. Tech. The Apple developer event this week didn't reveal any major initiatives around privacy, but there are some minor shockwaves still circulating with the introduction of hierarchical identifiers and attribution. No surprise that Eric Sufert has some smart thinking, asking is SCAD Network 4.0 a turning point for mobile advertising, privacy with purpose? And here a collection of ad tech execs reacted to the latest news too. 
there's a general sense of your knees over lack of clarity on the future of data and advertising minus 71% of agency and brand execs are worried according to Digiday. A new interview with U.S. regulator Lisa Kahn shows that she's gearing up for a major push against behavior advertising. It now seems games are on their agenda too. The new Sheryl Sandberg is stepping down from Facebook underlines the facts we are at a crossroads in Thathway that things used to be done don't work anymore and the industry needs to sort out new methods. Sandberg was a primary architect of the old system and she's leaving the job of developing new system to her Facebook colleagues. This Wall Street Journal piece sums it up Sheryl Sandberg built Meta's ad machine but someone else will have to fix it. IAB Tech Lab launches global privacy platform, GPP, to consolidate privacy signals for digital advertising. Creativity. The opportunity for brands in data-driven creative strategy, Vidmob. Marketing's next frontier for marketing performance is creative performance. Artificial intelligence and automation can surface creative elements that drive performance. Capturing data isn't new for marketers, but bringing useful data, learnings and insights and a common language that both creative and performance or growth marketers understand is a step change. Insights need to inform teams to help them create, learn, perform and improve, so that they can confidently drive continual improvement against business metrics. At VidMob, we've not only developed leading creative technology, but have developed a methodology that supports organizational processes and workflows to make use of all this data. Layering creative efficiency on creative effectiveness delivers even more value to the marketing team. For so long now, many creators had zero visibility into whether their creative decisions were making an impact from a business perspective. Intelligent creative processes make it possible for creative teams of all forms to see the impact of their ideas and have confidence in the choices they are making because it is supported by data. The creative process is changing because actionable data is now in the mix. Learn more in the Forrester Report, Intelligent Creativity Energizes Marketing Productivity. Mark Ritson talking YouTube the long and the short of it. Web3. We are now seeing parallels between new platforms like TikTok, Snap and Reddit and the emerging marketing initiatives in Web3. Pioneering brands feature in both and continue to test and learn. L'Oreal own Nix do some great work on TikTok and are now joining the Sandbox Metaverse for a pride-related initiative aimed at increasing diversity in Web3. Budweiser have partnered with Zed Run to have Clydesdale horses take part in the NFT-based horse racing games. And Prada has a new time capsule collection which builds on their partnership with artist Cassius Hurst, combining digital fashion and physical product. These are brands that have taken the time to understand the space and found suitable opportunities to achieve brand objectives. Much smarter than just chasing a headline with a poorly thought through token or NFT. Smart brands are organizing themselves for the future, with Madison Square Gardens hiring for a new brand sphere, with the aim to reimagine the future of live entertainment. And Disney have rated Apple for their new head of metaverse, which they are organizing under the banner of next generation storytelling. One of the most active brands in these new spaces is Gucci. An interesting recent phenomenon is the move to free NFTs, a reaction against the very hyped speculative focus of so many projects. Of course they are not actually free, people still need to pay the ETH gas price, and the process is quite convoluted, but explained well here. The wealth management team at Standard Chartered Bank have a good new report called Enter the Metaverse aimed at investors. Plus plus. What's next for advertising? A new podcast from Benedict Evans and Tony Cowan-Brown. Music's future is here, it's called Streaming Part 1. Anna Angelic on Culture 3.0. Snapchat will now display restaurant recommendations in the Snap Map in select cities. Reinventing experiential retail through augmented reality, 
Interview with Claire Valady of Snap. Oppo's Air Glass gives a glimpse at what Google are hopes to achieve. How harmful is social media? The New Yorker worries we don't really know. Remembering Apple's Newton 30 years on, I remember going to the launch and being blown away. 10 fastest growing apps in 2022, including some you don't know. Confessions of a Marketer, video of Philip Kotler, the godfather of integrated marketing.